Welcome to Field Notes by Ag Choice, a podcast series covering timely, relevant topics for Pennsylvania's agricultural and rural communities. Each episode will include an interview of an Ag Choice expert or one of our industry partners discussing information you need to know. I'm Rachel Sadison, and joining me is Jim Brown, Assistant Manager of Penn State's Berkey Creamery. The Creamery on Penn State's University Park campus is widely known for its delicious ice cream, along with other dairy products it produces from milk from the Penn State Dairy Farm. As an alumni of Penn State's College of Agricultural Sciences, I have many fond memories, regularly enjoying a cone of death by chocolate ice cream when I was a student, so I am excited to spend this podcast highlighting the Berkey Creamery to celebrate July as Ice Cream Month. Jim, thanks so much for joining me. Yes, Rachel, thank you. I'm glad to be here, and thank you for having me. So first, let's have you tell our listeners about the creamery, its history, and any changes over the years. Wow. Well, there's been many changes over the years. As you know, you know, we began in 1865, so that makes us more than 156 years old. So there's a lot of things that have changed in the milk and ice cream business from there. But in 1865, you know, we actually started uh, in a barn as part of a hayloft and a blacksmith shop. Boy, we've come a long way since then. Um, in 1889, we built our first standalone uh, creamery. Uh, did a lot of academic research, uh, dairy manufacturing. So, so for the most part, when we started out as a creamery, it was more like a dairy manufacturing plant inside of university where we actually had raw milk come in from the local farmers and what have you to help process that milk uh, and service the community, but also to be a a research center because back then, you know, manufacturing dairy products and making them safe and figuring out pasteurization and homogenization, you know, that was was a new thing. People take that for granted now, but that was a new thing. we moved in 1901 to the Patterson Building. The Patterson Building is actually still on campus. Um, it is right by Caddy Corner to the library on campus. And in 1931, we moved to Borland Lab. And believe it or not, you know, that's when we actually had a store and built a store so people could, can actually come in and get our products. But the store was on the second floor. Uh, it wasn't until 1961 that we built a... Uh, first floor store that we attached to the outside of Borland Lab and our newest place, which believe it or not, I, I've been I've been in Borland Lab, but our newest place I still call the new food science building, but it, it, it was actually established in 2006. So our creamery was built in 2006 and it is named the Penn State Berkey Creamery. Um, it is uh, the building itself is 133,000 square feet cost approximately $46 million, and the creamery itself occupies three-quarters of the first floor. We are known now as the largest university creamery in the country. Wow, thanks so much for sharing about uh, the history and where the creameries come over the years. That's really impressive, Jim. I, have, I, do, have, I do have something to add to that. Sure. And you, and you said, where has the creamery come over the years? Well, like I said, the creamery itself – uh, started out from an academic base in the university and research and manufacturing. But I think more so than ever, the creamery itself has become the traditional meeting place or event place on campus. 
And I think a lot of the reason for that is that because it's so old, we have created generation after generation of Penn State alumni coming there, visiting the creamery, and it's become a meeting place. And now it's kind of ironic, uh, those students that visited the creamery when they were students at campus 60 years ago now have their great, great grandchildren coming there and visiting there. So that generation has multiplied, and that's why it's become an iconic traditional meeting place. I love that, Jim, and you're exactly right. I know when I'm on campus, I'll tell the people, hey, meet me at the creamery, right? It's just a great landmark to use. Absolutely. And, uh, I uh, Yeah, I can't go to campus without a stop, that's for sure. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> so, you know, besides ice cream, Berkey Creamery also makes a lot of other products. Could you tell our listeners about all the products that are produced and then, you know, how they're marketed as well? Yes, abs- absolutely. Uh, Rachel, I'm so glad you asked that question because here's here's the deal. A lot of people that talk about the creamery, Talk about the creamery from the face of the store, right? You know, so when people are talking, uh, hey, let's meet at the creamery, let's go to the creamery, most people think solely of the store and visiting and having ice cream. But what people don't realize is we're a very diverse operation because we have a full facility manufacturing plant that we utilize those products to actually service the whole entire university housing and foods besides actually having it in the store. So besides ice cream, we manufacture, obviously, fluid milk, cultured products like cheddar cheese, sour cream, cream cheeses, ricotta, yogurt. Uh, We do juices, uh, iced teas, lemonade. And we're able to do that diverse type of products because there's so much of a demand on campus for us. There are many C-stores, there are five or six uh, dining facilities, there's two hotels, there's eateries, and of course the store. So we're very fortunate that um, uh, throughout the years that uh, all the students on campus, the faculty and staff have become accustomed to creamer products, so that's why we've diversified so much in making those different types of products. Now, the Berkey Creamery's mission statement notes that it supports the teaching, the research, and outreach programs of the Department of Food Science. Could you explain the creamery's role in each of those areas and then examples of how it accomplishes that mission, Jim? Absolutely. You know, it's ironic that you bring that question up because um, I have been at the creamery for 16 years, and, of course, I do all the tours and do all the marketing side of it, and our mission statement is embedded in my brain. So I can close my eyes and say that mission statement so many times uh, over and without even having to rehearse it. It's been embedded into my mind. So let me explain a little bit about that. Well, the creamery is self-sustaining, which means we do not receive any funds from the university. And so all the funds that we do make not only go to pay the expenses that we have at the creamery, but also to assist in the university under the Department of Food Science and the College of Ag. So, you know, we we employ student interns. 
So we have a lot of student interns that work in the plant, in the lab, out in the store, uh, sometimes in our commissary to assist us, but also to learn a lot. Then we provide the financial support uh, to a lot of um, university uh, staff positions. So we're able to do that. Of course, we provide academic support in the form of workshops and short courses. So for instance, every year, Food Science Department and the College of Ag have a lot of short courses that they teach the outside organizations and businesses. Uh, for instance, the ice cream short course, the frozen dessert short course, the HACCP short course, sanitation short courses, all those short courses that assist in food safety and food quality. And of course, what better, what better laboratory or operation to do those things and test those things but right in our plant? So we do a lot of that. Uh, we also partner with a lot of Penn State entities and organizations to support Penn State growth, uh, whether it's partnering with the bakery on, on Penn State or partnering with the meats lab uh, or people that uh, provide honey or, or eggs in the poultry section. We try to partner with as many Penn State entities as possible so that we're not only promoting the creamery, but we're also assisting overall Penn State businesses and organizations too. Um, I mean, sim simply put, you know, you know, we're kind of a, an, an iconic traditional location that uh, tries to help everybody on Penn State as much as possible. Um, but we also do that if you're, you know, if you don't create a product, there's a lot of Penn State tours, and, and we provide the meeting place also for faculty and staff and students that might bring people from the outside in. And, you know, along with the Penn State Athletics and the stadium and the Bryce Jordan Center uh, in the Pagula Arena, we're also a place that you just have to visit if you come to Penn State. So we do that also. You're right. I agree. We ha You have to visit the Creamery. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jim, I already shared my favorite ice cream flavor is uh, Death by Chocolate. So as we wrap up here today, and in honor of July's Ice Cream Month, could you tell with us your favorite ice cream flavor and then anything else you'd like to share with our listeners here today? Well, Rachel, this is kind of going to sound like a setup because, <laughs> because as soon as you said what you said about your favorite flavor, uh, I was going to say it right at the very beginning what my favorite flavor was. My favorite flavor is Death by Chocolate. And I know that sounds like I'm just jumping on the bandwagon, but there's no other flavor out there that provides a triple chocolate the way Death by Chocolate does, right? I agree. <laughs> okay. And, and, you know, we've, we've had a lot of contests throughout the year, and they were fun contests. You know, we, we have what's called Flavor Madness that mirrors March Madness basketball and so forth. And what we do is we... We put our flavors against each other in a bracket, just like March Madness basketball does. And every year for the past five years, Death by Chocolate has been the winner. And the finalists have been the same, and that is Death by Chocolate and Bittersweet Mint. So, so I have to say that, you know, obviously you and I aren't the only ones that find Death by Chocolate to be the favorite because it is our number one flavor. <laughs> That's great. So, Thanks for sharing. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I guess what I would like to say and to, to my final words would I'd like to invite everybody to stop by 
you know, the Penn State and the Penn State Creamery. I mean, if you visit Penn State, like you said, you have to visit the Creamery. But if you ever have any don't have any ideas as to what you want to do, the Creamery is an event location. It's not just a dairy. It's not just some place uh, that you can get ice cream. Uh, it's a true event to take the family to and, and enjoy it. And we have great tasting products. We have a great atmosphere. But I'll say and add this. If you can't make it to the creamery and you've had, always had questions about what creamery ice cream and cream pro- creamery products taste like, I, I, I want to everybody to feel free to visit our online shop. Uh, a lot of people don't know that we have an e-commerce site. It's creamery.psu.edu, um, and you can have products from the creamery shipped all over to the 48 continental United States. So if you can't make it here, we come to you. Well, great. Uh, Jim, this has been awesome, learning about the Berkey Creamery, its history, role at Penn State, and really its role in the agricultural community. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining me here today. Well, Thank you very much for having me, uh, and you are quite welcome. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Listen to other episodes of Field Notes by Ag Choice posted at agchoice.com slash podcast.